Here we are, another fine episode of the WDW Big Q, and this is going to be a great one. This is an episode about the man who started it all, Mr. Walt Disney, and I'm particularly excited about this show because we have a brand new guest, Mikey, on the show, fresh from Walt Di well, not fresh, but a cast member who has a lot of experience in Walt Disney World. Mikey, oh, welcome. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we, we are glad to have you. And uh, I'm pretty excited. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the guests are curious. Do you want to give a quick sum, summary of kind of your experience as a cast member? Sure. Uh, I was uh, hired in 89. Let's see. I started in merchandise. Then I transferred to front desk at the Poly. Uh, from there, I went to the Magic Kingdom as a guest relations tour guide. And I did the guided <laughs> tour, the Keys to the Kingdom tour. And uh, I trained on VIP tours. However, I didn't really do too many of those. I went into attractions and did the great movie ride. Um, I taught uh, professional development uh, classes, one's called Innovations in Action. Um, and then I went into my beloved characters. Uh, and I was friends with Goofy and uh, friends with Tigger, uh, etc. And uh, that's where I stayed probably for about uh, out of the entire time, probably about 19 or 20 years was in uh, entertainment. That is amazing. To, to, to me, an outsider, it sounds like uh, the greatest thing ever. Perhaps it perhaps it was not. I don't know. I was shielded from that. But uh, certainly a lot of variety you had going on there, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I, I got to do things that no one can ever say they've ever done. Uh, it, was, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, jobs are jobs, so there's bad parts and good parts. But the good parts definitely outweighed the bad parts uh, completely. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. I imagine working starting in 89, you got to do things probably that no one will ever do again, the culture being that different back then. Having to uh, explain why the castle is four shades of pink with cranes all over it. A birthday cake. Yeah, that was a nightmare. <laughs> did, did people like want their money back because the castle it was just not the castle? Weddings canceled. A lot of weddings. Ah. The wedding pavilion had just opened, and in the background to their wedding picture yeah. was this Pepto Palace. They called it. <laughs> so, so it was a, uh, it was yeah, hard times. They had uh, we had um, full glossy pictures of the castle uh, for anybody that wanted it when they walked in. Oh, oh, as like compensation. Yeah, oh yeah. People would come in and complain and be like, "Here, have a picture of uh, <laughs> of what it would have been." Well, let, let, let's get rolling. We got a fun episode here. I guess fun. I don't know. It's uh, it's about Walt Disney. And you know what? Walt Disney, uh, if he if he were to, you know, say we say we unfreeze him. We unfreeze his head, put him on a body, walk him around the parks, today's parks, and we say, hey, Walt, check it out. Here's what the here's what your company did with your vision. You know what? There's probably some things he's going to be unhappy about. And there's, there's going to be some things where he's going to say, what, what are you guys doing? What would make Walt angry about Disney parks today? That is that is the question. Are we on the same page here, Mikey? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, but I've got my top three. They're right here, written down, and uh, I, I, I'm ready. Do you, you want to kick it off, or, or, or shall I get the ball rolling? You, you give me your number three. Okay. Uh, number, number three thing. And these things came pretty easily. They're, all of my things are a little bit more grand scale, bigger things, but park specific. So a couple things 
you know, about the Disney company came to mind. Oh, a movie, all the sequels to movies, you know, Walt, Walt, Walt didn't like sequels, he liked doing new things, but that wasn't the parks. So I zeroed in on the parks. And this particular um, number three, it's uh, it's in Hollywood Studios. You walk, uh, you walk Walt around Hollywood Studios, and he's going to say, yeah, you know, whatever, it, it, it's a fine park. But then later on that night, Walt is going to, he's going to get on YouTube, maybe, and he's going to, and he's going to, or he's going to Google what used to be going on in Hollywood Studios. He's going to say, wait a minute, you guys were making cartoons there. There was animation tours there. What, 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 what happened? Come on. The park had a whole, a whole, a whole mess of character when it was an operating animation studio. Uh, it went away. Walt doesn't like it. Walt's going to start pounding some heads when he finds out that that just kind of fell by the wayside, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it kind of, that was a park that kind of, they built it for something that didn't exist, like a filmmaking in Florida, and they just hoped it would attract people, but yeah. it turned into, like the hidden Mickey that it used to be. You used to fly over it, and the whole park was a hidden Mickey. The yeah. nose was the, uh, the nose planter was in the center, and it was uh, right in front of the great movie ride. And when you came in, you saw the Chinese theater, and then they put that hat up. Mm. Yeah. But they cut, to make a Tower of Terror, they had to cut his ear off, and now if you fly over, you can kind of see where it was. So you're talking about an aerial view hidden Mickey, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it was, you know, Echo Lake is the where Gertie is, the dinosaur. Yep. That was oh, yeah. one, of her ear, one of his ears. That's why it was huh. called Echo Lake. Oh, oh man! Because of his ear. Yeah. How about that? Uh, interesting. Yeah, I think uh, my number three. Um, well, there's Epcot. Um, you know, <laughs> Walt totally did not uh, think that that was, was going to happen, but I don't think he'd be as angry um, as as people think he would, because I think if he were there, he would have seen the limitations. Mm. Uh, but but I think that would. Uh, kind of upset him and I think for real what would upset him about Epcot is that there's no real learning anymore it's not uh you know the experimental prototype city of community of tomorrow it's more like this ride and then there's this ride and then over here there's this ride and it, it kind of has lost its feel and I think he would have been like wait a minute what are we doing so so you're not talking about Epcot as a whole you're talking about the the recent decline in interesting and educational options at Epcot, correct? Well, it, it kind of looks like they uh, said, let's put a roller coaster here and we'll theme it, oh, I don't know, uh, cars. And then we'll put a, a Gravitron here and we'll, I don't know, space. It kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I'm from yeah. the old school with Communicore and all that. Oh, yeah. We miss things like Communicore and uh, Horizons and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they've gone away from the you know permanent permanent show with the audio animatronics and more towards let's thrill ride you, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you my number two. Um, oh, that that wasn't it. That was three. Oh, that was three. Well, let me. Does your number two play into that? One? Does your number two play into that one at all? Uh, no, not really. My my number two kind of does. Um, actually, actually, my number two is kind of, I think, what you were talking about when you were introing your number two. And my thought was uh, Epcot a as a whole. I just have, uh, the first thing I would think is if, if Walt came here, he would be like, I think the first thing he would ask if we did have him here all of a sudden, he'd be like, okay, 
where where's the city? You know, where, where's the city of tomorrow? What did what did you guys do? Because I watched that that uh, that Epcot video, and he's like he's dropping these hints because I think he knows that his health is not so good, and he's saying these things like, "Oh, we're ready to go right now, and we have the resources." He's basically saying, "Guys, look, I'm on my way out. You guys make this happen." You yeah, know. that part where he says this will last even longer, outlast Disney. He said it would outlast himself. Ah, right around that time. Yeah. He was preparing his crew to make it happen. I don't know how possible it would have been because of the pull that Walt, the man, had. And once he was gone, there just there wasn't that pull. But I think he would be like, where's my city tomorrow? And he'd be like, oh, it, it, it's a theme park. Uh, uh, bummer. <laughs> you know, uh, I, 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 I do love original Epcot and the, 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 the edutainment that it had. And I think he would, he would like that, as you said. But I think he wants he wants his living, breathing city, uh, or at least he would hope for it. And when he when he didn't see that, when he saw that we kind of copped out and just made it a theme park, stick in that nation, stick in this and that, and call it a day, he, he'd say, "Come on, come on, guys." He, he'd go he he'd go into rage mode. I don't know, something would happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the company was a little lazy, uh, and this does go into my number two celebration was the oh. opportunity to really make Epcot what it could have been. There were problems. Like, he wanted an underground tunnel, and if you know from the Magic Kingdom history, there, you can't dig in Florida. Yeah. There's an aquifer, so we wouldn't be able to go under. But they took the concept, and I wish they had uh, used that for um, celebration. But the number two thing, I, it practic- I think probably it would be the number one thing. Uh, so it's a tie, I guess. Um, they, when, when Disney first, uh, or when they bought the land, um, Walt and Roy wanted a certain part to be kept as a sanctuary. It was going to be a wildlife sanctuary. It was never going to be developed on, uh, it hmm. was, it was, you know, strictly for, uh, wildlife and conservation. And they, they lasted, you know, for a while. And then somebody said, I know we can develop on it and we'll just buy the same amount of land somewhere else outside of Walt Disney World? No, it was well it was all in the property and celebration was that property. It was it was the um the sanctuary that they promised they mm. they promised Roy will never build on it, will never develop it. It's set aside mm. mm-hmm. and they had to buy uh it's called Walker Ranch I think is what they uh what they made it into. It's out in Kissimmee. They bought the same amount of land in Kissimmee okay. and then bulldozed over the over the, his the, nature preserve. Hmm, I'd say rolling on his rolling in his grave, but he wasn't he wasn't buried. He was cremated. Wah, wah. So so not 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 what 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 celebration was not, but the fact that celebration exists because it was trampling over something that Walt and his brother had had set up. Yeah. 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 That's your that's your three and two, correct? I have one more. Okay, I also have one more. Um, I'll share it unless you want to go. I'll share my number one. Uh, here it is. Here's here's what it is. Walt, uh, as we know, he he uh, well, he was in Disneyland, not Disney World. I would assume he'd be going to both parks when he came back with us here. But uh, more so, he'll have a problem in Disney World with this one. Um, and you know what, man? I hear, I read books, I hear stories about Walt, like walking walk in the parks in the morning or the fact that he would be in the parks with the people while it's going around just to see pe- what people are doing. 
and he'd be walking down Main Street, USA. And he had his little apartment right out there uh, in Disneyland on Main Street, USA, over the firehouse. And it was built after his own hometown. Now, something, something tells me he really just had a fond place in his heart for Main Street. And originally, uh, Main Street in Disney World was okay. Today, it sucks. I don't... <laughs> Um, I mean, I love being there. It's, it, it has the, it still has the charm, but the, 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 the storefronts, the, what, what the actual shops are, uh, just aren't, aren't, they aren't good anymore. Um, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with the original Main Street, probably pretty familiar, but the Penny Arcade and they had a flower shop. I think they even had like a, was there, was, am I making this up? Was there a long, was but was there a lingerie shop? Am I making that up? No, that was at Pleasure Island, silly. Maybe I'm thinking of the smoke shop. Maybe Was there a smoke shop? There was a smoke shop, and they used to have the coolest telephone. When you went into the smoke shop, uh, they had a, an old phone. You'd not even know it was there. And yeah. when you picked it up, it was a recording of these people saying, I can't believe that they are charging me 10 cents for a pound of ham. Oh, dude, that, that phone's still there. I listened to that phone last week. That's in the, the chapeau. It's in the chapeau, the hat oh, shop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the thing is awesome. I, I filmed a video on it. It's going to be on YouTube pretty soon, on our, on our YouTube channel. It is one of my favorite things in Main Street. Main Street has not fully lost its charm. Don't get me wrong. Main Street's still great. But yeah, things like that. That phone, every time I go there. And it's it looks like a decoration. looks like theming. But you pick it up, and you're, you, you, say, <laughs> you nailed it. It's exactly everything they say is like poking fun at the prices. Like, oh, go pick up some ham. How much is it? What? Seven cents a pound? Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's so funny. Don't get me those knickers now. Uh, don't tell Mr. George that I want two pairs. <laughs> That's it. I have the audio of that. They used to have a thing where you could buy audio tracks. Oh. Of different things, and I have that whole conversation and the Pleasure Island elevator conversation. What's now? Now, now I I didn't frequent Pleasure Island all that much. I was younger, but what's the elevator? Um, in the um. In the uh, what's it what called the Adventurers Club, Congolouche, they mm. had a uh, an elevator, and you would get in the elevator, and it was these uh, people talking um, back and forth about uh, set. I'm gonna have to send it to you because it's uh, I, yeah. I don't know. It was it was one of those details that you just wouldn't see unless you went into the elevator. So while you're riding the elevator, it's just ambient conversation that you can hear. Yeah, it's a, a sound text talking back and forth. Uh, I, yeah. I wish I knew it by heart, but I don't. Well, Little details like that I love. Oh yeah, yeah, and and there's there's still there's still some you got you got to poke around and find them, but you know that that telephone's still there. There's still some stuff on Main Street, but mostly it's the Emporium. It's Mickey dolls and T-shirts, as far as I can see. And it's a shame the Magic Shop isn't there anymore. But Disneyland's still doing pretty good. Magic Shop is still there, right? And a couple other fun ones. I think there's a Penny Arcade there too. Okay, I miss those little uh, the little five cent ones that you pulled the thing back and you hit baseballs and. Oh yeah, yeah. We used to, we we used to love those little crank the wheel flip book things. They were they were great. This is another. Uh, this is more of a Mikey doesn't like it. But uh, um, when we did the guided tour, we would take people down Main Street, and when we mm-hmm. got to the bakery, we would smell the cookies. And yeah. you go, mm, don't those cookies smell good? And they'd all go, ooh, they smell good. And I'm like, you know where they bake those? And they point to the oven, and I go, no. Down in the tunnel, in a little canister that says "Smeltzer Cookie Smell," then mm. they pump up and they they blow it out so that when you're walking by a, the bake shop on Main Street, you would yeah. smell fresh baked cookies. 
but it wasn't really fresh baked cookies. It was just that smelt sizer uh, blowing the air out. And when they put Starbucks in, they could have put a coffee one in. They could have something, mm. and it just kind of disappeared. And... So, so the cookie, the, the fake cookie smell is no longer there? No longer there. Oh, man. Bummer. They had a pizza cannon over at uh, Epcot uh, that would pizza. blow pizza smell out into the hall. Was it called a pizza cannon? They called it a pizza cannon. That was the name that the, the actual thing was called. But it was there used to be a pasta shop kind of thing, and they would blow the pizza cannon. Well, my number one's Main Street. I, I miss how awesome it was. And well, Walt would too. But, you know, I'm super glad there's still the uh, – man, I love the, the – um, Streetmosphere characters on Main Street. They are just awesome. The mayor and those those old ladies who are, they're just talking to you like they're your best friend every time you walk by them. Uh, I, I, ho- I hope they stay for a long time because that really pushes Main Street up a notch. Yeah, yeah, the Streetmosphere there is awesome. Their Scoop is my favorite. Uh, I used to give out the pins and Scoop would come down into the tunnel and I'd give him the, all the Scoop pins so he could trade his own pin. They wouldn't give them to him. So I'd just kind of slip him all the Scoops. Uh, you talk about actual Disney traders or like buttons? No, the the little uh, pins that you trade. Yeah. When you when you run out of pins, you go down into the tunnel and there's or the utilidor and there's a uh, uh, all the sick people <laughs> go there. It's one of those uh, um, light duty kind of shop places. Okay. They used to sell cigarettes and give out paychecks there, but now they uh, uh, it's like a pin exchange and you give them all your uh, bad pins and they trade them for new ones and. Uh, that's where I would I would every time I would find a scoop one I'd put it aside so that when he came down I'd give him all the scoops. I gotcha. So there were pins that were specific to his character. Yeah, yeah. It was Mickey ah. dressed up like him. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh yeah, there's a goofy pin that's dressed up like uh Kingpin, who's my one of my favorite pin personalities. He goes he's does things his thing over there in Animal Kingdom Lodge and there's a goofy so it must be similar to that. That's excellent. Wow, you yeah, you 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 did a lot of fun things. That, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I think uh, I think my number one. It's a it's a toss up now that I uh, think about it. They've really gotten away from the cast member. Um, one of the neatest things when I was a kid, Magic Kingdom, and it was Christmas Eve, and it was six o'clock at night, and a message came on that said, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Magic Kingdom is closing." Uh, mm-hmm. for Christmas Eve so our cast members can be home with their families oh, uh, during wow. the special time. And everyone oh. would leave and everybody understood it. They're like, yeah, it's, oh. uh, you know, they, it's the cast. They want to... Oh, well, now they have shifts in characters that literally start at 2 in the morning uh, because they're open 24 hours and, and they have these... Uh, it's, just, it's just insane. And, and little things... They used to have a Christmas party uh, where they would uh, close all of the Magic Kingdom, and then they'd reopen, and the turkey legs were a quarter, and the you could the cast members could ride the attractions on their break in their costumes. Uh, they had a special parade that was just for uh, them. The the people on the monorail would crack people up because it was just cast members, so they'd do a little off color kind of stuff. It was great. The executive band, all the executives would come out and play. Well, then they changed that to uh, this pass where you can go into the park with regular guests and get a special picture. And it just, it just the taste in everyone's mouth was, ugh, that's horrible. So, so the party used to be all, all cast members, party time. All cast members. It was probably the best 
Disney party I'd ever been to. Everyone was in such a good mood, and and mm. it was it was just awesome. It was just awesome, and uh, it kind of went away, uh, you know, like so many of the castings have. And but yeah, that's one thing that I think Walt would have been upset that there's not so much focus on the the family uh, mm. aspect of of working there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but now I I have three things. I'll I'll let you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little note here because I have a follow up question on something amazing that I heard. But you 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 keep going. Okay okay okay. Err. Um, one time I was doing the uh, um, guided tour and I was at the uh, uh, the end of Main Street uh, where the you know Walt's credit window is and everything, and I said uh, that the. Look how flower! Look how the uh, flowers are so beautiful. Our our team uh, comes in overnight and makes them all perfect, so that when you get here, they look like they've, you know, magically grown, and you don't see anyone. And I turned to the right and I saw horticulture cast members out there with two large uh, trays of plants in a in metal tin, like one of those baker things. And I look and I'm, I had just said that you know we do all our repairs at night. And I look over, I'm like, oh, there must be a special event going on and or whatever. <laughs> and I went back and I asked them and they said, well, um, to be the, the guy said, okay, I'll tell you what we're supposed to tell our guests. We're supposed to say that the guests wanted to be able to talk to the um, horticulture staff and, and get oh. their opinion. And so that we could see a little behind the scenes, you know, blah, blah, blah. What he, then he said, but what it really is, is they don't want to pay them shift differential anymore. So they started doing things like slowly, uh, you know, the the flowers are all out there with the tins and the buckets, and uh, every mm. now and then you'll see some other stuff that you're like, this Walt would never have allowed. Mm. So yeah, that was that was one of them. Um, the other is uh, I can't remember what it was. Okay, what's your follow-up question? I'll think of it. Uh, costume characters on rides. Tell me about this. First of all, why if it's if it's if it, you're talking about you talking about full characters because why are they if if you're out if you're playing goofy that day you're gonna go to that private party with all employees with all cast members still in still in character like as goofy? Well, the the cast members of the Splash Mountain could get on Splash Mountain in their costumes and and ride the ride, but characters. And that's, this is kind of a separate thing. It wasn't necessarily on Christmas. But characters used to go on the rides. Um, like I would ride uh, Tigger, uh, the Honey Winnie the Pooh ride as Tigger. I was, there was one time when we were on the um, carousels as Goofy. I got great pictures of me on the carousels. I've ridden as Captain Hook on the pan. Will you, will you just tell me, I mean, tell me more. You, do you wait in line next to people like Tigger just standing there waiting to get on? We would grab a family and then backdoor them, and it was uh-huh. like a magic moment. Another thing okay. they don't really do as much. Oh, at least that. I've seen pictures of characters on rides, and I've just always assumed it was all 100%, you know, made up. Uh, but the fact that that used to happen—that's that's amazing for the family and for anybody just seeing that. That there goes Tigger on the ride. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. My best, one of my favorite bids was at. Uh, I was friends with Goofy. I was uh, the rope drop uh, ceremony in the morning at Toontown. I would go out and I'd pick a kid and I'd mm. grab the kid and take him over to Barnstormer and we would ride Barnstormer together in the front row. Uh. And 
it was so much fun. These kids would just giggle. Oh, they must have flipped, yeah. Yeah, and then we'd take them into the uh, Toontown, and they'd be the first guests to oh. meet the characters and stuff. And the neat thing was that I got to pick, or, uh, I'm sorry, Goofy got to pick the person. So I didn't, like, there was nothing set up with, like, a VIP family or mm. someone that's been in community. I actually, or Goofy actually got to go pick the the kid, and it was it was so much fun. Wow. So just spur of the moment? Well, it, it's every every morning they would do it. And uh, when I was friends with Rare Bear, we would do the same thing at Splash Mountain. Oh. Oh. Anyway. Uh, I mean that 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 there, there's there's a bucket list item ride Splash Mountain with Brer Bear. Oh my goodness! Wow! Wow! Oh it, it, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty sweet. Pretty <laughs> they I don't uh, I guess it's a safety thing or it's a, I don't know what the reason was that they stopped doing it. Every now and then you'll uh, like see Alice will go on the teacups with a with a guest. Oh. But my favorite character is uh, Geppetto, and. Mm. Uh, there was one day when I was friends with Geppetto that uh, Geppetto sat and played checkers with a kid for the whole set because everyone looks and goes, oh, it's an old man. And, and they just keep walking. Because if, if, if Geppetto doesn't have Pinocchio, nobody knows who he is. And he's real enough looking that people will – like some people would say, oh, it's Summer Santa or, uh, oh, it's uh, Giuseppe or I got called – or uh, he gets called Walt every now and then that's great wow just just play a game of checkers that's awesome i've seen him playing patty cake before i think i have video from the the days where we were waiting for him and he was playing patty cake with a kid or pinocchio or something like that yeah that used to be that goofy could go out on main street and you'd get a little bit of a line but he could you know pick i'll take your autograph book and then i'll play with you for 10 minutes and then i'll take yeah. your autograph book now it's you walk outside and you have a you can put a bag over your head and as long as you have gloves People will line up. Well, I, I, I love your, your number one. Just the, uh, the the fact that they would close down on on uh, on Christmas is, is great. And they play a little message. I always go, like, I'll go to a store or something, and I'll see, like, Target's open, you know, 11 o'clock at night, Christmas Eve. And I always think, like, man, you know, those, those kids, those guys working there, they got families and stuff. That kind of that kind of stinks. And it's great that Walt kind of took that into mind. Yeah. We uh, well, we kind of got off on some tangents at the end there, but I, I I liked your answers very much, and it's a shame a shame the first episode we did here was kind of a negative one. We do we we do like Disney World. We're both fans of Disney World. Yeah, we'll, I know. Uh, talk about things that uh that Walt might hate, but we'll have to do another episode and talk about something happy, something good, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm down with that. Excellent, and you have uh, you 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 know you have a wealth of experience that I could just uh. I could listen to for hours on end, I'm sure. So we'll 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 hook it up and we'll we'll make things happen. Awesome. Mikey, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. We'll uh hey, we'll see you next time. Hey, this was awesome. I'll see you soon. I can't believe they are charging me ten cents for a pound of ham, 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 for a pound of ham. For a pound of ham, for a pound of ham. Get me those knickers. Now, uh, don't tell Mr. George that I want two pairs. They are charging me 10 cents for a pound of ham, for a pound of ham, for a pound of ham.